intro is playing you hear my voice you know what time it is so let's get it on the road welcome 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 to the in my view podcast everybody and this week well this weekend game well tuesday so everybody know that i'm reviewing the past games talking about three games well my team manchester united lost it's 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 a struggle in the premier league for you for us right now and before we get on to all that you know it's a thursday so what's happening we have the preview not the preview but the review of three games then you know i have the player of the week the bullshit of the week and also the result of your view versus mine but as usual i want to thank everybody for listening right thank everybody for sharing i realize that i'm getting more listens now so i want to thank everybody that has been sharing and just get it out there this is the podcast to listen to this is the in my view podcast so without without saying much just want to show my appreciation again and just get into the show so today or tonight rather depending on when you're listening so we have let's just run down the result so the result for the weekend Wolves beating Palestine Liverpool got by Amos West Ham 2-1 Diego Jata popping off the bench to score one um Chelsea had I think they were the big wingers over the weekend beating Burnley by 3-0 Burnley looked like they're in trouble um City put in a very good defensive display not defensive in sense of they were defending a lot but solid at the back they they, they won one nil spurs Garrett bale i mean scenes like those goes like those in terms of the occasion and whatever need fans in the stadium like to see the club legend coming back again and scoring ahead of to win the game for them i thought that needed fans in the stadium very happy for Garrett bale so Spurs got by Brighton 2-1. Manchester United lost to Arsenal 1-0. Very poor game, by the way. Um, Newcastle beat Everton 2-1. Like, that's the question now. What happened to the Everton bandwagon? Is the wheels off? Uh, I just think that they're missing the quality players that they signed. Um, the the Ames. And you know Richards is a big part of, the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of their team. So they're missing those two big players. And that's showing right now. Villa and Southampton. That was a 4-3 win for Southampton. I think that was the game of the weekend. And I thought from that game is where the player of the week will come from. Fulham in the relegation six-pointer. Early relegation six-pointer. Got by West Brom 2-0. Mitrovic having two assists there. Well, FPL assists. I don't know if they give those assists in real life, but those are like fantasy Premier League assists. 2-0. Fulham got by West Brom. And Leeds picked up four from Jamie Vardy and friends. Leicester getting past them. 4-1. So, let's talk about the three games that I'm going to pre- um, review. First game, Manchester United versus Arsenal. And... I'm not even going to get all mad. I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to rant for listenings. I'm not going to make a organize. I'm not going to 
cuss this and cuss that and, and get mad and you know get all holy out or this person out or that person is shit and that person is that and that person is that like these performances from Manchester United has become something of this is what we are consistent at doing we consistently play good at one game and then just pull out a shit performance out of the back that's what we did when we played against PSG, played well, got the victory, then played Chelsea, did shit, come back, won 5 nil, then come to Arsenal, then Arsenal come to us, we did shit. But at the end of the day, football takes two teams, and while you have your plans, and next team have their plans, and I thought that looking at the game, like I watched the game over, just to analyse the game with, I already know the results, I'm just watching the game, and just analysing what was happening, and see how brilliantly as um, Arteta set up his team, he used those two mobile uh, midfielders to basically lock down what Manchester United be doing in in Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba. Every time Pogba touched the ball, Parley was in his face. Every time Bruno touched the ball, Enneny was in his face. So basically, they were saying, what else do you have? And Manchester United failed to show a different side. Another player fail to take the game and say listen Bruno is having a bad game or Paul Pogba is having a tough game let me take the reins I did not see that from a Rashford I, I, Greenwood tried his best you know I have a lot of time for Greenwood he tried his best I did not see it from well I wouldn't expect Fred to take up a game or Scott McTominay to take up a game but I thought the intensity that Fred and Scott normally bring to a football game it was not there defensively we were strong we, we allowed a few chances for Arsenal, but at the end of the day, we are the football game. We're going to give up chances. I don't think we gave up a lot of chances. But going forward, when they lock down basically what we our supply line and, and say, what do you have? I thought we, we, we never had much. And, and that says a lot. And this can be a blueprint for other teams to play against Manchester United to say, what? We can put two players on Pogba and Bruno Fernandes and the rest of the players will show. But. I thought we could have we could have we could have done better. Paul Pogba continues to show that listen, defensively is a liability on the Manchester United team and it reached to a point where Bruno um not Bruno but Oli seriously have to consider you are going to when you pick him you have to hide him on the defensive end and if you hide him on the defensive end that's gonna take away from the the central the, the forwards because now we're gonna ask the forwards to do more work and now we're gonna expose the back line. So it's a rough situation with Paul Pogba right now. I have, I, I, I have said a lot about Paul Pogba since he has been at Manchester United. And I think it's just his time. I just think his, his mind is not there. Clearly, he's not playing the football in which we would like him to play. I would love for Paul Pogba to just start playing football. But it's not going to happen. I don't see it happen. His mind is not there. His body is elsewhere. Just leave. That, that, just leave now. It is time for you to just leave. So... Yes, that's just my that's just my view on Paul Pogba. But then back to Arsenal, cause you have to give um, praises where praises due. And I thought Arsenal had the game plan set up defensively, locked down all the passing lanes. Every time they know that Rashford is not very good at collecting the ball with his back to goal, they know that Greenwood is not very good at that. So every time they they constantly as as Rashford or Greenwood received the ball with their back to goal, they were charging in. I thought they picked up two early yellow cards. I thought we, sh- we could have or should have capitalized on that. But guess what? The ball wasn't coming through the midfield to capitalize on that. Fred and, and Scott, like, man, them definitely just cannot pass a ball 
forward to save their lives and if men on Bruno Fernandes and on Paul Pogba all the time then you expect another player to step up and say yo well I am free now I am the spear player let me show what I have on the offensive end and I thought Fred and Scott was like they were totally lost in the game they did nothing I mean, we, we, in the middle of the park, we, out, we, we, we outmatched Arsenal in terms of central midfielders. We had basically four central midfielders on the field because we played a diamond and Arsenal had, well, two and sometimes Shaka pinching, that, that, the, the youngster pinching. But it was a very poor performance from Manchester United. And I thought, while it's a very poor performance from Manchester United, the way Arsenal set up, the things that Arsenal did in the match was a, was a big factor in it being a poor performance. So... Well done Arsenal, well done Arteta, brilliant performance in terms of the defensive end and when you're playing that kind of football, you need a chance, they take a chance, they got a penalty, they take it. They had chances which fell to like the worst player in the Premier League in the forward line right now, which is like I said, chances fell to him, man kicking ball, kicking here, ball flying a man foot, beer things. Like, I know Lacazette would not be the player to beat us. So, I just think that defensively, Arsenal... The tactics from Arteta um, from are brilliant and that's what beat us. A tactical coach with the players that bought into what he had. Next match I'm going to review is the Liverpool versus West Ham game. I thought that that central defender from Liverpool at new, I think his name is Nat Phillips. Brilliant, brilliant display. I thought he was strong when he come on to what Eller had to offer him. People might say, well, if it was Antonio, if nothing, the man can only play who he's up against. And I thought he had a solid game, brilliant display from me. I have to give him his props. And then I have to big up Klopp in this game. This is what Liverpool do. Anytime they're having a bad game, they find a way to get the result. And now we are seeing where Liverpool have players on the bench that can come on and have an impact on the game. Shakiri, we all know what Shakiri is about. Very clever player. We, he can come on and have impact on the game. He came off the bench and beat Manchester United already um, for Liverpool. So we know what kind of impact he has once he, he stays fit. So he came off the bench, him and Jota, they link up for the, the, for the, the second goal. So I thought it was a workman-like performance from Liverpool. Um, again, Heller... Had a, a very poor game in terms of what West Ham wanted to do. They wanted to sit back, hit the ball up to Heller, and he was supposed to hold on to the ball and get the speed of Bowen and the speed of Fornaus into play. Whenever he did that, you see the threat that, that West Ham had. So he had a few chances when he did that, and and West Ham had a brilliant chance from Heller, um, not Heller, but Fornaus when he should have just laid that ball across to Bowen so Bowen can kick the ball in the, in the empty net. However, he decided that he wanted to shoot, and the ball basically hit Gomez in the back. So I just thought that this is what Liverpool do. Um, we all know what Liverpool can do in terms of they can beat you 5 0, but if it comes to rough out games, they can rough out games, or what I call a scrape. They know how to scrape the pot, they know how to get that pot bottom full of um, um, spoon mark or whatever they're using to scrape it. They know how to get that. The, the scraping victories, we have seen them win by one goal last season a lot of times i think it was 13 times they have won by the odd goal so they know how to win 2-1 they know how to win 3-2 they know how to scrape they, they are they are masters at scraping that's what i think liverpool team is not having a, a a good game players in the team not having a good game but guess what they have quality players that can show up and deliver and and when it comes to 
teamwork and, and, and solidarity and, and fight and guts. This Liverpool have it in abundance. So I thought that's what happened. Even when they got to they got to two one. When it was one all, there was no panicking. They were still trying to, to get this goal. And I thought that Jota came off the bend, up off, scored. And I think that Firmino is in real trouble in terms of his, his spot in this team. I think Jota wants it and he's going to get it if he continues to play this well. The next game I want to talk about is the game that I thought would be the game of the weekend. However, it just, came, it just turned out to be a Brendan Rodgers showing a tactical masterclass again. He already um, beat Arsenal tactically and he, he came to what the persons are calling the professor. He came to Marcelo Bielsa and said, listen, I have been in this league for a long time. I have, I have almost won championships, so I know, I know that, listen... I know these tactics, I, you may be called a professor, but I will not be a student in this game. And he showed brilliant tactics from Rodgers. I mean, he played Madison on the bench and he just basically outsmart um, Bielsa. Bielsa tried to come back in the second half with that first, second half substitution. But once Rodgers realized that, listen, they are pushing and I need somebody to get the ball on the half turn, you can see what he actually said to, to, to Madison. The first couple of touches Madison had at the ball, he was he was driving in the spaces, looking to to create havoc, and that's what he did basically. So I thought that this would be a game where the pressing of of of, of Leeds would be too much for the lesser team, seeing that they were in Europe, so they would have um, not have the legs. But Brandon Rogers, Brandon Rogers, and I think I think maybe it's too early for Fana. Fafana is a brilliant young centre-back. And while watching the game, I heard the, the, the commentator say something. He said that, he said that um, Leicester don't normally get it wrong in the transfer window. And I sat there and I was thinking, which player in the past, like, two to three years, or probably three years, Leicester have bought that has been a flop? I can think about Soleimani. I think Suleimani was a flop. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of other players, and I'm, I'm just not getting. I'm not getting. I know they, they, they signed. I think he was an Algerian that 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 was supposed to, you know, create a vote. But I, I'm thinking now. I'm saying Arby Vans. I think he's good. Ayose Perez, good signing. Madison, good signing. Ian Nacho, very good signing when he when he when he comes when he when he he, he plays. Um. Even our rubbish that we have at Manchester United, when he was at Leicester, it was he looked very good. All of these 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 players that they sign in DD, you can go back to Mares, you can go back to Conte, so they don't normally get it wrong. Of course, they're not going to get it hundred percent right. So you can find a few players that they that are not up to the standard, are not up to the great um, standard that they have in terms of when they sign players or good these players are. You see, the Belgian left back is very good. You can see Soinchu, this the sign of Janeva. Well, we know what Janeva is about, but when Leicester sign players, they, they normally fit into the system well and normally play well. Even Justin. Um, I, I just think that the recruiting team at Leicester doing a, a wonderful job. So I wanted to highlight that. 
And I just think that Brandon Rogers need Brandon Rogers just need to continue to do the work that he's doing. He had a few hiccups, he had a few big wins. So now he's just looking to to attack this this top four. And of course they they can they can they can get into the top four. We have seen how inconsistent Manchester United is, and that's one team that finished above them last year. So they would think that listen, other teams have not made enough strides to catch us back, like the Arsenal's. And, and and stuff but definitely it's it's a battle between them and Spurs to out to outgun or overthrow Manchester United Chelsea I think those two are the two vulnerable teams in the top four it's a battle for 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 for, for Spurs and Leicester or Spurs or Leicester to, to, to outthrow Manchester United or Chelsea it's a very interesting season coming up very very interesting season so getting now to the player of the week and this this is not something that is normal and and the way i view football i think you can have the best player on a football field from the losing team you can have the best player of the week and he, he plays for the losing team i don't normally match or mix individual performance with team winning so definitely the player of the week for me was jack Grealish. i thought he was excellent he had a brilliant game it's just that other players around him did not step up to his standard i thought jack Grealish had a brilliant game and jack Grealish is this week player of the week so big up yourself, Jack. Captain Jack. The bullshit of the week is none other than Mr. Well, persons are saying Paul Pogba. But I'm going to give it to Bruno Fernandes. Bruno has been brilliant for Manchester United. But he does have to take this shit this week. He does have to take this bullshit of the week. Take it on the chin. You were substituted at a poor game. Lost the ball a lot. Didn't impact the game. None at all. And... When you are a player that normally operates at a high level, whenever you, your level is dropped, you will be called the bullshit of the week. So this week's bullshit of the week is definitely Bruno Fernandes. And now for the your view versus mine, or my view versus yours, the winner this week was Tafari run FPL market. Like he defeated me 5-4 in terms of predictions. So congrats 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 so right now the standing the current standing is i have won four games um one draw and two defeats so i'm leading the listeners so y'all know what you have to do in order to get onto the my view versus yours just send in your prediction on twitter at in my view podcast and just send your predictions once you send your predictions first you will be the challenger so thank you everybody for listening shout out to all the persons that have been sharing help me to get more listeners i'm not happy or not not saying not happy but i'm not i'm not going to get complacent with the amount of listeners that i have so please keep sending it out and have a good one thanks a lot everyone